out there, good people. How are you doing? This is Dwayne. So very glad to be with you this morning, 12.48 a.m. on the East Coast. Thank you so much for choosing to subscribe to this podcast. And thank you so very much to all the sponsors who take the time out to believe in the content of this podcast. I know that you could choose to listen to anyone, but so very grateful that you decided to stop by today, this morning, this evening, on your break, on your drive. So very thankful. Well, there's so many things going on. Now, what could we talk about here? So many amazing things in life. But I do hope that your life is flourishing. And if you happen to be in a valley moment, I hope that you can realize that a valley moment is just that. It's just a valley moment and it will pass. Mountaintop moments come for all of us. And sometimes as soon as we hit that mountain, the next valley's waiting. So tonight was the Tony Awards on CBS. A lot of associates and friends that I've worked with over the years were featured on the Tony Awards. Ain't too proud. Beetlejuice. Hates town. Shout out to all those great people and so many other shows and straight plays haven't had a chance to see very much this season usually as an actor when you're in something you can't see something and when you're not in something you can't see something it's it's kind of a double-edged sword sometimes yeah but for those of you who don't know I've been a professional actor primarily doing Broadway shows for about 25 years and um, it's been a tremendous journey lots of ups and lots of downs and in between times and Lots of money made, lots of money lost, all that good stuff. Investments, you know. Life is happening. So, special shout out to Reeve Carney. Patrick Page over there at Hades Town. Best musical 2019. Broadway season. Two amazing male actors who are doing tremendous things. So did Spider-Man turn off the dark with both of those gentlemen? What a great privilege it was to share the stage with them. Two tremendously gifted people. Andre DeShields won Best Actor, I believe. Or Supporting Actor. Is he the Best Actor or Best Supporting Actor? And um, 73 years young. First Tony Award. That's a lesson to never give up on your dream. Never give up on what you believe in, your work. He gave a very nice speech shout out to Baltimore where he's from 73 years young first Tony Award said it twice gotta keep at it young people not give up the first time you hear a no don't give up the first time you hear a no no matter where you are also shout out to Cynthia Arrivo had a chance to share the stage with Cynthia Arrivo during the Color Purple revival, where we won a Tony Award for Best Revival of a Musical, almost three, four years now, time flies. And she sang tonight in memoriam. And 
had um, so many amazing, amazing performances tonight. Beetlejuice performance was amazing. I can't remember the, the gentleman who's doing the lead right now, but I think I might want to go and see that because that gentleman's performance was top-notch, top-notch stuff. And shout out to all the directors and writers out there and people who share their imaginations with actors to bring their work to life. What a gift. Bringing art alive. And There's something about uh, being a actor. Now, I did not know that I was going to do this for my life. I did not know that my life was going to go this direction at all and might have said in some of the podcasts that I do not have any proper training in acting singing and dancing meaning I did not go to a conservatory or study privately with a vocal coach or a uh, any dance classes anything like that or acting classes any Meisner techniques and all that good stuff did not have that type of training but what I have gotten over the years is on the job training which is amazing I've been afforded so many great opportunities over the years and some ways I've felt like an outsider coming in and invading a space and experience some things you know Um, yeah I'll just say that much experience some things but life happens and we take the good with the bad we take the mountaintops and we take the valleys and the in-between times and there's something about it something about putting yourself into a character that is written down on paper and trying to invest what you can in this specific character and the time it takes to develop it and be in rehearsals and be away from your family and develop it and no one to leave it, no one to come back to it, know how to carve it out, to present it to the world. It's a very, very interesting thing. And a lot of people really don't understand um, the hours that are put in. And as you know, you know, between stage and TV acting, completely two different worlds, and especially in the financial sense, they're two completely different worlds. Here's a little lesson for those of you who may be coming up in the entertainment industry. <clears throat> One, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to know that this is not for the faint of heart. You've got to know whom you are as a person because sometimes you get things, uh, you get cast in things, big, big shows and you know, sometimes things come at you very quickly, very fast, and you get pulled this, that, and the other way, and uh, things can happen. And even when you know yourself, then things happen as well. You know, I can only speak from my perspective. Um, sometimes you get alienated, sometimes you get shut out when you don't do as others do. Um, unfortunately, uh, But then sometimes when you fit in and try to do what others do and it's not you, then, you know, you're uncomfortable because you're trying to fit in some place that, you know, you really, really don't belong, you know. But for those of you who may want to do this, yes, you cannot 
Do not be a person uh, who is kind of thin-skinned. You have to have a thick skin because you're going to hear no a lot, of course. I think if someone did a poll of all the actors who were in that room for the Tony Awards tonight, how many of those actors heard no over the course of their careers? You'd be surprised how many no's an actor hears in one year. Sometimes how much you hear in one month. Um, No is just kind of embedded in your brain. And so much that no has to be your vitamin. Make no your vitamin. And what they say is, making no your vitamin would then make you stronger because you take vitamins to make you stronger, right? So when you go in and you don't fit the puzzle, doesn't mean that your career is over. It just means the specific thing. You didn't fit in the puzzle, and that's okay. You move on to the next audition, and hopefully the casting director remembers you for the next three projects that are coming up so you can walk in the room confidently and go, oh, hi, thank you so much for seeing me again. I appreciate it. You know? But one no does not break you. Go back to Andre DeShields. I can only imagine how many no's he's heard. Uh, I think his career probably spans maybe over 40 years or so how many no's has he heard in 40 years how many times was should he have been nominated for a tony award and did not get nominated or got nominated for a tony award and didn't win something about it the will the will of the actor a lot of respect for a lot of different people who did what we do But again, young people, if you choose to get into this, uh, thick skin is going to be something that you kind of got to have because in 25 years, I've learned a few things. Yes. One, you got to be thick skinned. Uh, Two, you really have to know whom you are as a person. You just do. And, you know, a lot of casts and companies, you know, they develop and use the word family. And that's fine Uh, for a lot of people coming from Iowa, Minnesota, you know. And their families are back home in the Midwest or the South or, excuse me, or the Midwest, then that show that they're in really does become their family. And I get it. At first, I really don't understand it, but I do understand it. I do. I do. And I don't, you know, belittle it at all. Uh, But um, like I was saying, yeah, I have seen some things over the years and uh, it's amazing 25 years and you're still on the Z list (laughs) it can happen it can happen that 25 years of doing something professionally you're still on the Z list you know so for as uh, many shows as I have been blessed to do you know, you find yourself in valley moments and sometimes you got to, you know, redefine yourself and reinvent yourself or uh, just sit back and build yourself back up. So when opportunities come, you go back out there and prayerfully somebody might give you a job, you know, so many things happen in this specific world. And I won't get all into detail about all the things that happened in that world. A lot of great things. I've met a lot of great people. I've also uh, 
probably didn't develop a lot of relationships because I was a little bit of an introvert. Now, a lot of people think when you get in the entertainment industry that you're just this extrovert person, that you're always upbeat, you're always smiling, you like everybody, everybody likes you, but, you know, that's just a fantasy. You know, it doesn't always work out that way. Most of the people whom I know who are super, super ridiculously talented, when they're down, they're down. They're on their downtime. When they have to be on vocal rest, on vocal rest. And other actors sometimes really understand it. Some don't, some do. Now, imagine you singing eight shows a week. Now, I saw the gentleman from Beetlejuice tonight who was singing his face off, so to speak. And he said in his song that yes he sings like that eight shows a week which means he has to know how to place his voice where to place it what he needs to get through this specific show every night eight shows a week and then i can almost but guarantee you when he's not on stage he's not talking and it's not to make anything you know make anyone feel like oh you know i can't talk to you it's just that he's getting paid to go out and do a job eight shows a week people are paying hard earned money to hear what's on uh a cast recording or what they heard in the Tony Awards so he's got to be able to take care of himself so sometimes it's you know people go hey why aren't you talking well I'm on vocal rest why because you're a pro it's like any other muscle right Michael Jordan when he's out he's out when Reggie Miller was out he was out when Shaq was playing and, and then you know after a game sitting down you're not playing ball you're resting your body because can't play basketball 24 hours a day even though I'd, I'd like to at some point <laughs> that'd have been cool but no you can't play 24 hours it's like you can't sing and dance 24 hours you have to be able to rest your body rest your instrument because actors their whole body are instruments okay they're giving out a whole lot of energy within a two and a half hour period and sometimes it's actually longer than that because a lot of actors that I know get to the stage door to warm up an hour before half hour. They're warming their bodies up. They're getting ready so that when they get out on the stage at 7, 30, 8 o'clock performances or 2 o'clock matinees and then an 8 o'clock performance in the evening, you really have to be able to take care of yourself. It's very, very loaded. It is not for the faint of heart, okay? Some days, yes, you have bad days, but you go in and you make it through. Some days you have nasal infections. Some days you have throat infections and you figure out how to work and sing through all of that stuff. Sometimes your back hurts or your leg hurts or, you know, you dislocate something and you still go out there to give people the best of what you have that day. It's a lot. It's a lot. And, um, yeah, in that regard, it's a it's a bit of a beast. Um, and the you know financially, the film and TV and theater, you know, it's you make a lot more money doing film and TV. Definitely, um, I'm hoping to do more film and TV at some point. I know right now it's a bit of a downtime, and it's fine. I'm preparing myself for the next opportunity that comes. Hopefully, the next opportunity that comes, I'll be ready and. When they open the door, hopefully I can walk in and, and do my best work and, and, and be a, a better person than I was the last time I was blessed to do performance. I think I might have mentioned a few podcasts back. Um, and I apologize for not putting love first, right? Sometimes, pardon me, sometimes life throws you things. And you don't quite know how to deal with them 
And when you don't know how to deal with them, sometimes you have mechanisms, you have cocoons that you put yourself in where you don't want to let anyone infiltrate, find out anything about you or for them to know that you're really in pain. Um, So you try to hide it, you know, um, do the best that you can. Now, again, it's been 25 years in the business, so I've seen a lot of family has been through a lot lost a lot of family and um, it's an interesting thing so I probably over the years have um, not really gotten a chance to really uh, develop some friendships that I probably could have because of the defense mechanism that I had I got hurt very early on in my career a couple times and, you know, being young sometimes, you know, you, I had my first Broadway show when I was 21. And sometimes when you're young and you have pressures and you have no one to talk to about things because everybody just thinks you're on Broadway, so your life must be great. What do you got to complain about, you know? But sometimes you go through things. You have nobody to talk to about them. Nobody. Nobody really wants to hear. You really don't want to, you know, seem ungrateful. So you keep all this stuff in and... It's a beast that's loaded, you know. I only speak for myself, of course. I can't speak for anyone else, but I've seen and heard, you know, of actors who are taking their lives, doing drugs or alcohol to suppress that pain that they have. Some pains that, you know, that people just have because before people are so-called actors, singer, dancers, entertainers, they are people and they do go through the gamut of emotions like any other human walking, you know, as much as you see them on stage, you go, oh my gosh, that's an icon. I mean, they go through things like everybody else, you know, just so happens their gifts are shining through for the specific, uh, for the specific moment, you know. But as I was saying, um, I probably along the way have missed out on some amazing, amazing relationships that I could have built if I was not as introverted as I was. Now, in some instances, I was extroverted, but on many occasions, uh, when I was done on stage, I was just done, you know. And it's a shame because for a while I parked, if that makes sense. So imagine you're in your car and you break down the side of the road and you're trying to change your tire and it's not going so well. And somebody comes along and asks you for help. You're just stubborn, just go, man, leave me alone. I don't need no help. Get out of here. I can fix this myself. Just a tire. And you stay there. Pretty soon after a while, you just park there because you can't really do what you need to do because you got the tools, but you really don't know how to use them. <laughs> and um, I think that I came equipped with things in my life, but if you have tools and you don't know how to use them, eh, it's kind of not a good thing, right? It's just not. Um, but over the years, I've gotten a little better. I have, and I'm thankful for that. I'm 45 years young. Two children teach me things on a daily basis. Um, learning, unlearning, relearning, reloading, 
learning, relearning, unloading, relearning. It's a very interesting journey, you know. But if anyone out there is listening um, who might have been uh, around when I was in a little bit of a, I'm not even going to say a dark place, but just in a place where I was not as open. You know, I I will say that I apologize to you. And uh, if you ever could find it in your heart to forgive for an offense, uh, that would be amazing. I do know that there's no man that do have good, no, not one, that we all have fallen short. And I'm no different. Can't pretend that I'm some perfect being because I am not. I have so many flaws and faults, things that I'm still working on. For as long as I'm living on this earth, I will continually try to get better. I'm getting into what they call self-mastery. And like I said, I was parked for many, many years. I think I was parked. I think I stopped working on myself and I don't know why I did that. And I apologize to people who really couldn't understand why I would go just, you know, lock myself in a hotel room, really not hang out with anybody or, you know, I wasn't doing drugs, not all, nothing like that. But, you know, I was just a loner, you know, and really didn't mean to shut anybody out. I was just in pain from a few things that have happened, you know, in my life that I might get into on another podcast, but... All in all, very, very grateful for my life. I don't know, you got to take the good with the bad. You know, you got to take the good with the bad. I sometimes think back. But, you know, you sometimes you can't, you know. Sometimes that past is just what it is. and You can't change it. No sense in trying to spend your, your, your time on what could have, should have, would have. I should have done this, I should have done that. Ah past is gone I can try to plan for my future but really all I have is the present the present moment and the present moment is a gift and sometimes when I do look back and think about all the presents that I was given and I might have not paid attention to the roads in the concrete you know something about it something about being humbled and again when you're on that mountaintop and as soon as you think you're there, you're in another valley moment. But all in all, if you're a young person or someone who happens to be going into theater, again, please, please, please know yourself, know who you are. Don't let a part define who you are or lack of getting a part define who you are. Know who you are before you get there. And stand stall, tall and strong and do your best work, leave it on the stage, go home, you know, make a little bit of money where you can, invest it where you can, and keep it moving, you know. But I know sometimes this industry will do some things to you. I'll give you two examples, and then I'm out of here. So I shared the stage with an incredible young dancer. I may have shared this with you before, an incredible young dancer. I won't tell you his name right now, but... Did two shows with him. Uh, one was Tarzan the Musical, another one was Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. And I want to tell you, a very even-keeled gentleman, very soft-spoken, extremely, extremely talented, uh, one of the best dancers I'd ever seen. You know, 
up close. And the gentleman allowed something to get a hold of him. Mentally, I believe he said he was suffering from depression. Which I really couldn't understand because he was just an amazing gift to the world. But, who am I? So, he got caught up in some uh, drug activity, unfortunately. And wind up doing something one evening that changed his life forever. And I'm talking to somebody who's crazy talented. And that decision that he made that night has now cost him everything. Maybe another podcast I'll tell you about exactly what he did, but maybe you know already. But he recently, I believe last month or the month before, got uh, sentenced to 20 years in in prison, 20 years. With all the gifts, with all the stuff, he got a little weak and something was able to take over his mind and his soul. So honestly, I don't want that to happen to any of you. The second one I'll tell you about is a young actor, I won't tell you his name, who was up and coming, tremendously talented and gifted studied in college and went to Rutgers University and traveled the world for acting and came back got an agent and uh, got in a few audition rooms and heard a few no's and couldn't understand why but I believe there were some other things happening too just personally him really not having a relationship with his dad. Him using the phrase that he was strange in his family. No one should feel that way. So this young man who was tremendously talented decided he couldn't take it anymore. So he decided to take himself out of the game totally and leave this life. And it's sad very very sad that he decided that that was the only option when he had all this love his funeral service was packed with love all these young people getting up saying tremendous things about his character and his drive but no one told him that while he was living so he didn't think anything of himself because he walked in a room and somebody told him no him not having a relationship with his dad affected him so very badly that he had to turn to drugs and those drugs overtook him a little bit. So those are two examples. And I hope that that might help you and encourage you to just never touch a substance, alcohol, or narcotic in any way, shape, or form. For you, you owe it to yourself. If you're going to be performing and doing things, you got to be able to take care of your body. Mental health is very, very important, young people. So as you are going to your acting, singing, dancing lessons and all that, maybe I should parents if you can get in to talk to somebody as well. I wish I would have as a kid. Man, I would probably be better off if I had talked to somebody. Worked through some of this pain that I'm still carrying, unfortunately. But I pray to soon be totally free of all of it. But for you... If you have the opportunity now to go talk to someone about the pain that you may be feeling so that you can just make it through this life 
share the stage with great performers and have an opportunity to live your dream. This turned into a long podcast, didn't it? (laughs) Well, excuse that. I hope that this was some interesting information for you. Follow your dreams. Believe in yourself. Believe in your dream and dream with one eye wide open. Don't just dream and not have a plan. Plan it out. How are you going to do it? How are you going to get to New York? What are you going to do when you get there? How are you going to live? How are you going to eat? How are you going to take a dance class? How are you going to network? How are you going to get your headshots done? Have all that stuff mapped out. Figure it out. So if you decide to come to New York into the musical theater world, you can come with the fire in your belly. Ready to give people the best of you. Knowing whom you are as a person. Well, I hope our time together was insightful for you. I hope that I gave you some information that you could possibly take with you on your journey. You could probably apply any of these things to any part, walk of life, any business that you're in. But uh, take care of yourselves. All right. Know who you are as a person. Believe in yourself. Look in the mirror and tell yourself, I'm special. I deserve to be here. Great things are to come to me. I deserve everything good that is to come to me. Believe the positive thoughts in your head, not the negative ones. Set a plan, set a goal. Believe in yourself. Thank you so much. If this touched you in some way, shape, or form, please choose to subscribe to this podcast. Good people. I will talk to you a little later.